This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So... I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. What is love? What is love? Kind of a pretty broad question. Seems pretty simple, right? But unfortunately, in the English language, we have one word. It's love. You go in, you know, Greek and all these other languages, and they have different levels of love. Agape love is the the godly love. We don't have that. We say we love your shoes. We love your hair. We love people and relationships. We love food. And we love God. But it's beyond knowing what love is. It's not a definition. It's been simply explained to me from a beautiful priest friend of mine that love is willing the good for another person. Doesn't it sound so simple? Just love that person. Why can't you love them? Why can't you forgive them? This is where we need God. I did not know what love was for almost 43 years of my life. I knew the love that I had with my husband was love and respect. I do believe, yes, I know what love is, but most of my life I was seeking to be liked and loved. I was raised in a family that was very worldly. Not blaming anybody here, just very worldly. And I was exposed to a lot of stuff at a young age, pornography, and everything that I thought that the world told me, right, was love tied to me needing to be attractive and desired and wanted. 
it was very, very skewed and perverted what I thought love was. And my love always seemed to have a sexualish bend to it. That I needed to be desirable in order to be loved. And that was typically with men. And of course I would do dumb things, right? I would do things that did not respect my body, that I would regret, if not during it, after it for sure. And that was what it was, right? Well, he's going to love me more if I do these things. Yes, I was totally confused. And I thought it was truth. But the real deal here is, everyone, that we need our hearts to be mended, purified, fixed from God before we can love God. <clears throat> All right. Clearing of the throat here. I'm still dealing with whatever I'm dealing with here. going to take a quick sip. Because I want to read something to you that I thought was brilliant. Oh, and by the way, for anybody who listened yesterday, I got to dig up that uh, charisms. Um, sorry, the charisms website, that free little thing that I'm sure a lot of you wanted to do, but I forgot to put it in the description. I'll put it in this one and I'll put it in the one from yesterday so you don't have to go digging. Okay. Let me read something to you because I really do think this ties right back. Nope, that's not it. That would be YouTube. I don't want YouTube. This ties right back to the two greatest commandments, everyone. Remember how often I say that if we don't have God in our lives, in the center, where we talk to him, cry out to him, ask him for his guidance and his love and react to his response to us, we will never be able to truly live our lives with the second greatest commandment, which is to love thy neighbor and thyself. I'm going to read a few things in this Bible study thing I found online about love. So love. God is love and has demonstrated that love in everything that he does. <clears throat> Excuse me. Paul compares faith, hope, and love. All right, I've got to move over to my other program so I can really clear my throat. Hold on. I'm so happy I found that button. Then you don't have to hear me do that all the time. Okay. God is love and has demonstrated that love in everything that he does. Paul compares faith, hope, and love and concludes that the greatest of these is love. That's in 1 Corinthians 13, 13. God is love. Agape, the love theme of the Bible, can only be defined by the nature of God. John affirms that God is love in 1 John 4, 8. God does not merely love. He is love. Everything that God does flows from his love. Let me repeat that. Everything, everything that God does 
flows from his love. John emphasizes repeatedly that God the Father loves the Son, and the Son loves the Father. And because the Father loves the Son, he made his will known to him. Jesus, in turn, demonstrated his love to the Father through his submission and obedience. Just like you and me, everyone, the Father made known his love for us. We've been given this beautiful gift of faith. And we are to react to that love by being obedient and submissing, being submissive. That's it. That's the simple aspect of it, right? God, you want me to do these things and I will it, even though I don't want it. I will do it. Think about Jesus. The theme of the entire Bible is the self-revelation of the God of love. In the Garden of Eden, God commanded that you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat it, you will surely die. That's Genesis 2.17. We are not prepared then when God looks for Adam after his sin, calling out, where are you? God seeks Adam not to put him not to put him to death but to re-establish a relationship with him. God the lover will not allow sin to stand between him and his creature. He personally bridges the gap. That seeking and bridging reaches its pinnacle when God sends his son into the world to rescue sinners and to provide them with eternal life. John declares, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid his life down for us. God's love is not based on the merit of the recipient. Stop. Get a Q-tip. Get your ears unclogged here. I don't know what you got to do here, but hear this and hear it loud and clear. God's love is not based on the merit of the recipient. That's a great thing. Thank you, God, <laughs> because I'm not worthy of your love. Because he is love, God is not willing that any person should perish, but wills that everyone repent and live. You can find that in Ezekiel 18.32 and 2 Peter 3.9. Love the Lord your God. We are totally incapable of loving either God or others, a condition that must be corrected by God before we can love. Listen to this. Listen to this. I'm sorry. When I say listen now, I think about this video. There was this little Hispanic kid. I think he was three years old, little boy. <laughs> and the mom was videotaping him. And he's like, listen, 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 listen. And he called her Linda. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Listen, listen. listen. It's so hilarious. All you got to do if you want to see it, just go out to YouTube, put in, um, I think I put in Hispanic boy listen or something like that and it comes up but so every time I hear listen I think of that and I want you to listen 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 because 
We need God to help us love. We are totally incapable of loving either God or others, a condition that must be corrected by God before we can love. And I know this to be true. I know this in my own life because I did not know love. I knew love when I was in my first reconciliation. But then I was shown love. My heart was changed. I started loving people that I didn't like. I was forgiving people. Well, God was forgiving people for me. But that's really what happened. God changed my heart. I couldn't do it. Y'all remember my forgiveness story with my brother and my dad? And it took me months to finally get on my knees and ask Jesus to do it for me. And he did. And now it's like amazing. Amazing. I truly do will the good of them and I forgive them. It's insanity. It's how we are supposed to live. It's insanity to live any other way. We gotta have God in our life and God's gotta fix all this stuff for us. The Bible's way of describing this process of correction are numerous. All right, I'm going to throw out a bunch of Bible verses here so you can go look this stuff up and you know it's not me telling you. Circumcision of the heart, Deuteronomy 36, 30, chapter 30, verse 6. God's writing his laws on our hearts, Jeremiah 31, 33. God substituting a heart of flesh for a heart of stone, Ezekiel 11:19. Being born again by the Spirit, John 3, John 3, 3. John 5, 1 and 2. Removing old clothing and replacing it with new, Colossians 3, 12 through 14. Dying to a sinful life and resurrecting to a new one, Colossians 3, 1, 4. Moving out of darkness into light, 1 John 2, 9. Until that happens, we cannot love. God alone is the source of love. He poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. God's love then awakens a response in those who accept it. God's love through believers who act as a channel for his love they are branches who must abide in the vine if they are to have that love. We have the assurance that we have passed from death to life because we love others. 1 John 3.14 Once we have received God's love as his children, he expects us to love. Hello! In fact, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. 1 John 4.8 John urge, oops, Jude urges his readers to keep themselves in God's love. Verse 21. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. Love of God is a response of the whole of the believer's heart, soul, mind, and strength. Deuteronomy 6, 5, Matthew 22, 34, 40, Mark 12, 28, 34. To the whole of God, Jesus serves the believer's Whoops, as the believer's model. John 14, 21, Philippians 2, 5 through 8. 
obedience to God, Deuteronomy 6, 7, 9, and renunciation of the world system, 1 John 2, 16, are critical elements of our love of God. All right, listen, we're almost done here. But the bottom line is, and I'm not going to, actually, we're not almost done according to this whole big thing, but it is very important that we understand that we need God to love accordingly. That we need God to change our hearts. Because if we don't allow him in, we won't know love. We won't know the real love. We won't know that love where you would give up your life for someone. Who in your life right now would you do that for? Or is there nobody? And if that's the way we're thinking, we definitely need God in our hearts. I know this to be true because he did this with me. I don't speak theoretically here. And I read what I read because it hit me hard in my heart. I read it to you because I want you to know that the Bible says God needs to change our hearts. And we need to react to that love from God by being obedient. That is why the journey is so tough. Because we're realizing what real love is and what real love is, is sacrificing for another and willing the good for that person and helping to be that positive, loving, joyful influence on that person. Helping them go to God to find that same love, to have their heart healed in the same way. But let's also thank God for showing us what love is. Thank you, God. Because I would much rather have an agape love in my life than never knowing what that is. I would would rather have my heart broken a hundred million times. Infinity. But to know that love just once? To know the love that God has for me. Like I said, that one time in reconciliation, but there have been so many times that he has come into my life, excuse me, and has changed so much for the better. God is love, and we can't love without God. So today... Let's call out to the Father. Say, Father, you have shown me your love through your Son, and I ask that you help me to love like you. Myself and others, please change my heart. Purify my heart, Lord. And then get your butt out there and love people. (laughs) Smile at them, talk to them, pick up the phone, Send someone a card, a handwritten note. I don't know, but go love in a new way. Just be love. You know people that are that. You know people who just radiate that joy and kindness and love. 
Call on God to help you radiate today. That light, that kindness, and that love and acceptance for all the people exactly where they are. Never withhold your love from a dog, from a pet, from a person, from yourself, and from God. Because when you hold your love in order to get something else, or I'm not going to love you until you do X, then that is not the love that God has for you. And we need our hearts to be healed so that we can love. Lord, heal our hearts today. Help us love and be joy to those around us. I love you all. I want to thank you. I mentioned this on a couple of podcasts before about how awesome it is, you know, to to walk together with you. And I had this awesome email and I just want to share it with you. Not today. I'm going to share it with you one day, one day in prayer. If it comes to my heart, you know, this is the day that I will. But it really is so wonderful to hear people (laughs) taking action It's one thing to listen and to listen and to listen and to be, you know, inspired and to, you know, but if you're not acting, if you're not reacting to the gift of faith, trying to understand and have that knowledge and eventually that wisdom, then you're not really going to progress. So I hope that all of you are taking action. And I just wanted to share that one with this person. Um, He blew my mind. I was uh, flabbergasted, quite frankly, and asked him if I could share it. And he said yes. And I do think it will help other people. So I'm going to share it. But anyway, get out there and love because that's what it's all about. If we all did this, this world would be (laughs) so different. And that was God, God's plan. Satan had other ones and he's doing his own. But God wins. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to shut up now because it's 21, 21 minutes into this bad boy. But it's an important one. Okay, I love you. I love you. I love you. Find something more with God today and have a blessed and inspired day.